Hey, Lauren Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. To another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I just got a candy because I started the show in time. And I'm Phil Vecchio. I you have five know. seconds left. There you go. I did the, it. Phil's full bar challenge started before the show tonight. Here's the alarm. We're still starting too late. We need to do better next time. Well, I gave you, from the time I came over, I gave you an extension because we were talking about stuff, but I wound up giving you 37 minutes to get started. And you came that in seems with five like too seconds many minutes. Break. I did 30 when I came There's over. There's a huge definite room for improvement. There definitely is. But for tonight, I'm allowing it. And here's your crispy M&M's. I'll slide those across the way here. Okay. Oh, they're in a green package. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Maybe Although those, when did they bring those back? They, that's a relatively a, new, yeah, newer thing. Yeah, definitely newer. Because. Yeah. Like, very new. I wonder if Benson knows, because I know that's his thing. It was in, like, a big mega pack. Do they still make the... Because they they brought back minis a while ago. Yeah, but I think pretzels are gone now. Oh, what? I don't know. I haven't seen them in a while. I mean, maybe Uh, they're just rotating Pretzel M&Ms are, like, my... Those are the best. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Those are, like, the best M&Ms ever made. I love peanut butter, too, and we were just talking about how weird your no-peanut butter... Seeing as how you like peanuts... This is all your, this is your mom's fault. I like peanut M&M's. That doesn't make any sense. It's totally different than peanut butter. But they taste like peanuts and no. peanut butter just tastes like peanuts. No. If you can eat a peanut, you can eat peanut butter. It's like your it. mom's fault. It's just cause you, it's just your squishy sandwich. It may be, but it's, need, in my, it's deep in my go brain. To, you need to, I dude, peanut butter is so good that it's worth like going to some kind of hypnotherapy or something. <laughs> Peanut butter hypnotherapy. Something, cause it's, you're missing out on so many things. Ugh. Like, oh my gosh. Just the fact that you just, ugh, that is just so weird. <laughs> you know where you, you know, that's why you would love China, because they don't have any peanut butter anything there. That's wonderful. I know, for you. They also don't have deodorant, so you just have to bring deodorant. Alright. And your own toilet. I don't have a, I have very, well, I definitely need to bring my own toilet, yes. I, uh, I have, Definitely, definitely, everyone's got their own thing, but I don't get bo very often. That's kind of one of my things. Do you just saying that because you think that, or do no, you know that? According to sure. Janelle, but and you others, bathe every day. I bathe every day, but I don't wear deodorant every day. So do you not have sweat glands or different I know sweat I do, glands? Because if I don't bathe, like if I skip a day, like I definitely it's there. Oh, yeah. But like, but if I bathe thing, every day, the thing with Chinese and no deodorant is because like their sweat doesn't smell or something. Huh, I don't know. It's some weird thing. I remember I asked about this, and now I don't remember. And um, because it's something about their sweat. Uh, yeah, it, it could be. Also, like if I exercise a lot, then I get stinky if I'm not wearing deodorant. But like, I don't know because again, like I and I thought like I thought I was gonna get there, and then like everybody was gonna and like they don't. They but don't see, smell. I sweat a ton. But it's like a difference. Maybe it's because I sweat so much. Maybe just the volume. Maybe I don't know because it's a constant flow. It's just, yeah, it's just it's cleansing you. <laughs> Because it is. It's, it's a so river. Gross. It's a river. It's so gross. <laughs> but it's a not smelly river, as far as I can tell. Um, it's currently raining outside. Yeah, again, more. 
I don't know. I don't, I'm just like, what if, I feel like, what if this is it? What if the rain stops and then it's Mad Max time? Or what if this is the new normal and we're like Portland South? I'd be fine with that too, because then never stop well, raining. here's the thing: if it doesn't stop raining, we're really gonna have to invest in our infrastructure here, yeah. because apart. we're dude. There, I am convinced. I'm like, I feel like any day now, I'm gonna get a flood. There are so many potholes everywhere uh-huh. that, like, especially because San Bernardino already is horrible because the city's bankrupt, and so they seriously, I don't think they've done road work in San Bernardino anywhere in like five years. Right. Like, there are certain roads that you don't even go on like like and like major boulevard like highland avenue like the major thoroughfare is just like potholes i've hit some like i'm i've been like convinced that i like like <laughs> broke my car <laughs> just cuz you'd be driving just it's so bad but even here it's getting bad yeah. like there's a like um on the, in the in the press monitor whatever our paper yeah, is all the letters are like potholes we need to spend money <laughs> it's so bad there the roads really are getting bad, bad. sinkholes well, there's like crazy. Well, by the kids' school, and they they filled it. So some they're doing some. Well, yeah, because they have the money here. San Bernardino doesn't even have the money. Although supposedly yeah. they're getting ready to like be able to like they're not like the Rob Lowe like character. Yeah. In our in the San Bernardino, he's, he's coming. He's well, he already came, and now he's like ready to leave. He's apparently, literally already here. He's already like they've done the restructuring. Okay. I think they're out of. They have a like their plan to get into the black is like working. Okay. But things are still rough. And that's also part of the reason why crime is so terrible because like this the police is like a skeleton crew. Yeah. Like um and but thankfully like the schools are doing all right because they like all those like the spending measures, like just the way money is allocated. Yeah. Um and I still have a job, so that's good. Although there's talk of a strike on our end, like, are you? You're not in the teacher union. What I'm in that? the um, California Student. I mean, California School Employees Association. Okay. And uh, the district. I don't know what's going on because it's it's very annoying. Um, I did call. I actually phone called people. Okay. Um, which I don't. I I hate. I hate calling. <laughs> but like, but it's it's very upsetting. Like. So they made an offer. We like were like, okay, well, we just gotta like run this by our people, and so we did. And then when we went back to like finalize it, the district's like, oh, never mind, oh. and um, we want to do like all this bad stuff now. And so we like the like so now negotiations of like, oh no, like we were about to finalize a deal. So that's like, and I don't I I don't know what they're doing. But like I think they're trying to like, signs. well, yeah, and I think they're trying to strong strong arm us into like taking. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I definitely know we cannot sign this deal because it's like it puts like a two year freeze on like our raises and like some other things and like Ooh. yeah. And but I also know that if we go on strike, like I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, what like how does that work? I think I get strike pay, which is not full pay, yeah. and then you have to like pick it and stuff, and I don't think I'll be able to pay my bills on the money that I on so strike pay. I don't know how that I'm I'm so I'm kind of freaked out. I've never struck, um, I've never struck before. Well, I was it made I, I I was reminded of it because Janelle talked about the time yeah. she worked at a grocery store. She wound up just leaving. Well, because and then I'm like, but I don't. But you can't leave the district because then I'd lose all the like the perks and the seniority and right. all that other stuff. So 
I don't know how that works. I hope I hope they figure things out because the teachers just got a really good thing. So maybe that's why they're like, well, now we got to like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, because we're not even trying to get the exactly what the teachers got, but something along the lines. Right. And like, but definitely not like now they're trying to push this like backwards thing when it's like, we know we have like, it's not like we have money. Like, yeah, we're not like, there's a freaking like, there's so many open jobs. Like. There's no, like, like, there's, like, there definitely mm. is money, there's a budget, and we're not, like, in some bad thing. Maybe, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they're, like, freaking out because of the, because, again, like, we've, a lot has, the there's been an administration change on a federal level, yeah. but that shouldn't, that shouldn't, maybe that's, I know there is a lot of uncertainty, but the way schools are run... Everything's still pretty solid in California. Right. Because we don't get a lot of federal money already and like and like our state money is good and we're golden and like schools are governed. This is I've learned I've I have learned that a lot of people don't understand how school systems work through all this like people are convinced they're like Betsy DeVos is going to do all this stuff I'm like she can't do any of that. Do you even know what the like Department of Education does. They basically suggest policy. They can pass policy, but like very basic policy things. Yeah. And then they run the student loans, which everybody should be freaking and out that's about the that. They should be worried about. But nobody is because I don't think people don't people don't know what the Department of Education actually right. does. Department of Education does not control your schools. They can't open or close schools. They can't do anything with schools. Schools are run by the states, by the counties, by a school district, right. by the people in that school district who elect the school boards who control – the state controls the curriculum right? The with federal guidelines, but it still comes down to the state. It's one of those things that if you are a true Republican, you should be happy that this system is in place because it is truly – the most local thing and right. controlled by local. One of the few things in our government that is truly controlled at a local level. Yeah. This has been Brendo's <laughs> civics lesson for today. So That's with good. that being said, I think – because I have heard that people are freaking out like at a higher level because they don't know what kind of federal – like because it is pretty clear that somehow she's definitely going to try to – like dismantle the public school system because she is in favor of yeah. like of charter and private and privatized schools and I will not address that because that's a whole other thing <laughs> but because of that I think maybe they are being cautious and like things but this still there's no excuse for what there's going on yeah. at this and so we'll see what happens I'm a little freaked out but it's still a little early we were just talking about speaking of strikes that there is talk of a writer strike. Yeah, which is bad on multiple but levels. I talked to a um person well in the know and they said that right now it seems to just be in the like trades where they're talking about that and he doesn't like his actual like actual union members are still kind of like not sure, and it almost seems like the union is using the trades to stir up. Oh, okay. Like, that's what he thinks they're at right now, but things could very quickly... Things can escalate. <laughs> so, right now, we are... It's kind of on the cusp. Okay. And... But... 
it's pretty from from on the on a low end like production like nine to fivers like people that make less than a hundred thousand like regular working people right. like if they have another writer strike like it could destroy the coal industry N- yeah. and not that it's like people but that's because but we've create but like unions have been so stripped of their like and to a de- to it I I think to a detrimental level like I you can tie the the like point where the working man kind of stopped like where the like where are like you know how how incomes have basically stagnated right that pretty much directly coincides with when that what was it like 1982 like when Reagan intervened with the um it was the uh, air traffic controllers that right. big thing that basically once that happened when like they were able to bust that strike then like that's it for strikes like that's it and then like and now like now and then like now you have the like right to work laws and things like that that have basically like so now and ever since then like our like the normal people's income is basically leveled off and yeah. i'm not trying to be controversial i'm just trying i'm just <laughs> that's why i'm i'm, I'm staying on the on the like these are facts and these are you know and like interpret them how you will <laughs> but uh but like so but I, I mean like i think so we'll see what happens and for just for a self we did talk about like yeah like yeah people it could be bad for people losing their jobs but also we saw what the last strike did to our show. It yeah, changed it the landscape of television. There were certain shows that like it killed shows. Yep. It's a, strikes are show killers. Yeah. Um and and it also it changed the way television like but I feel like before that writer's strike we didn't really have those mid-season breaks that are like pretty much standard practice now. Right. We like it TV it totally through. restructured but because the big show like because it was like a forced some shows never came back that season. Other ones had that super crazy hiatus. Yeah, short and season. like, and then you think about like, like, and like one of the big shows at the time that kind of led the way with all that was Lost. Yep. And but it also that whole thing kind of messed up Lost's whole story structure. Yeah. And it's some people you it, there could be an argument that like it never recovered after that whole thing. Well, definitely a lot of people <clears throat> jumped ship at that point. And there are other shows again that just got ruined. Well, I think Heroes was a victim of that. Oh too. my gosh, Heroes! Well, definitely that killed Heroes. I mean, absolutely because they never got their groove back that was after that season two. Right? Yeah, and season two is where it all just kind of collapsed. And I still haven't and, watched past that. Um, you shouldn't. Don't. That's do it told, so. definitely <laughs> don't because again i hate watch that show because there were a couple times you're like i think they're getting it back like when they brought back brian fuller like behind the rail and then but then like he gave up after like five or six episodes because he's like this ship is it's not like but then they kept it going for like a whole other season and a half and i'm like and i don't know it was so crazy and i was still watching <laughs> and i was so mad the whole time <laughs> You hate watch the whole thing. And I, I just, I don't understand what happened with that. Cause that first season is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's and like then, a perfect and then, season of television. and then the setup and the begin, the second season is also so good. Cause then they brought in that dude, the dude Sark from like, yeah. and he was so great, but then they ended up having to basically abandon that guy's whole storyline and other things. And it's still, I mean, the number one thing that I complain about, about that. Oh yeah. They, I never watched Heroes Reborn either just because I'm not getting, fool me once. <laughs> shame on me, man. That was 100%. I don't care if it was good. I obviously wasn't cause it like, it, it like didn't last long. Quickly died, yeah. and and nobody talked there about was it. Born and then re died. Well, because 
it was an event. I know. Uh, yeah, it was definitely an event. But it was it, like, like, let's test the water and see and if people are telling that. Yeah, because I think everybody's like. That's the thing, like, with, like, now that, like, X-Files and we're going to see so many of these things. And I feel like for every one good one, there's going to be, like, ten bad ones. And it's going to be so rough because it's going to get – I'm going to get excited about some things. (laughs) Like, I've heard some – there's, like, crazy things, like, that being talked about, like, being brought back or try like, re like, of TV shows. Now that TV shows are in reboot territory because certain things have worked and – X, like and as much as I didn't like X Files, it was a huge success for them. Yeah. Like and then like, but Gilmore Girls, like the Netflix stuff, Fuller House, Fuller House, and that's but Boy but meets I, th- girl, I, no, I girl meets girl meets world like which is ending, but they still had like, like and without right? that we wouldn't have had Fuller House. Like we absolutely would not have had Fuller House. Yeah. And now they're talking about some other things and like. I feel like I don't, but I'm also like terrified of what's going to happen because there is that like such a potential for failure. Because I'm like, I feel like we might get like say by the bell. I feel like we might get nine hundred two and zero. Oh, there's lots of rumblings. I, think, I feel like I've heard rumblings, and I'm I'm terrified. But I'm also like I'm going to give it a shot, absolutely. But like. It could be so bad. But 90210 already did like a second series. Well, yeah. So yeah. Could, I mean, they've and, proved they can do that. And they've done it. And, but, but like, this would be like, this would be like the, the real team. Like, right. cause they kind of continued the old story and the new one, but a lot of people don't count that, including Lizzie and Cat. Yeah, like, they, 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 they constantly are like, that's not canon. And every time they do a little bit of me, I cry a little <laughs> bit inside. Because I still consider it, cause, but they did do some goofy stuff, like, and some very controversial things, right. um, with the like, old characters. Right, right. And then once they realized that, like, they had, like, the goodwill with the old audience, once that was over, they just, like, never brought up all those people again. <laughs> like, once, like, Kelly was, like, the last one, and then she was gone. Was and then for the next three seasons, it was basically just, their whole new show. Like, they even got rid of the parents because they realized that wasn't working out either. <laughs> um, which was sad because Mother Bluth was awesome on the oh, show. Yeah. And, uh, and then all the adult figures disappeared. And then they also did the goofy thing where, like, these people are freshmen in college, but they, like, don't really go to school anymore. <laughs> and they also can all drink freely at, like, I'm like, they must have the best fake IDs in the whole world. <laughs> and, like, cause I'm like, these guys are supposed to be 19. I don't think any of them are going to school. They're all, like, entrepreneurs and independently wealthy people. <laughs> and, like, and it was just like so. It was when we were yeah, in cause college. when I was 19 in college, that was my life. Yeah. Like, it was so bonkers. I started a record label in college, but it was from collecting pennies by. Yeah, and that time that we like did a show with like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and oh, like I that signed too. major label and yeah. sold, went on a giant national tour. Hey, we were close with uh, Sixpence there. Yeah. That was our closest to that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we did almost do a show with Sixpence on the Richer at the height of their popularity. Yes. I bet you we could do a show with them now for a lot less. Probably a lot less. Although probably the same with inflation and everything. Probably probably the the same same price. Probably the same exact price. Which probably, it seems about, oh, did you hear what we're getting for the Ukaipa Music and yeah, Arts Festival? Yeah, like a crazy lineup. Well, you hear why, cause they tour as a package. Uh, this is genius. It's like sense. the, it's like the modern rock tour. So it's, it's the alt, it's like 1998 in a box. Yeah. Because it's Marcy Playground, Fuel, um, Candle and box. Candlebox. Who's the fourth one? Uh, there's one other one. I can't think of the other one. It's another, like, 
quintessentially I am, 90s. I am super pumped. Like, I am super right by pumped for this. But, because you hear why they almost didn't do it? Because I listened, I read, I actually, I was so excited about this. Read the just because I want, because I'm like, first of all, I want to be on the booking committee for this because it sounds awesome. Because, yeah. like, they have a pretty decent budget. Because, like, we got some big bands here. We had Flock of Seagulls in Berlin. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Um, I mean, like, so we're getting these bands, and, 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 and it's, um... Who is that fourth one? I don't know the fourth one. I forgot. It's something, it's another one of those, like, 90s. Yeah. But I'm so excited. But, but the town wasn't, at first, the one objection, and I guess it is, they're like, this is gonna attract a whole different crowd of people, <laughs> which is true! It is, but again, like the pinball thing, it's a crowd of those people who are our age now. Yeah. We're not talking about like street toughs of today. Yeah, I, but I think they're because I'm like because I it is going to attract us. It's definitely going to attract a slightly younger it crowd will. than the normal because yeah. yeah. they've gone like like they went like 80s. Yeah, before. but now we're going like late 90s. But I mean, again, like the people who that's our age people. Yeah. Like it's not we're not talking like crazy. They're not getting I don't know. Fuel's the one that, in my hair, in my hair, girl, we, my, I'm so excited! And, like, and, uh, and, uh, cause I have, I, like, they're all those, Marcy Playground was the Sex and Candy song. And, and then, like, uh, Candlebox, they had, like, that one, they had, like, one hit. Aren't I they? Remember, I can't remember which one they're. I know the name, but I don't remember. But they which. were all those bands. Like I never. They're the, they're one. First one of all, they're the you know. they're the one song. They're always in dollar bins. I never owned their CD, but you always saw it everywhere. Yeah. And you always like, heard those songs. Yeah. Places. We my hair. And they all sound kind of the same. Chanel and I had like this long running like kind of joke fight. That I would that sex and candy song. I told her that it was Eagle Eye Cherry, and she would get so mad. She's like, it's mostly playground. <laughs> Eagle Eye Cherry is that save tonight. I know, but Fight for break, whatever reason, down. that was just so funny to me. And we would argue for like endless okay. hours. I got to find out who that who last band one? is. But I was so excited because it got approved. Because I almost didn't think they were going to approve it. In the newspaper, also there was a big argument about like what color the flyers should oh, yeah. be. They're, oh, they're still that's still that on ongoing. That's in this article. So they're spending. So it's um. So like they, they these guys. I think it costs like fifty thousand dollars to book like all these guys. They're going to get a lot of people coming. To town. Oh, Dishwalla. There you go, dude. <laughs> Those are the, um, that's the, um, oh crap, what was their song? Uh, uh, everything falls apart. Coming back to you, uh, all the, you, yeah. These are the bands you all get confused together. Right, they all, I know all those songs, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know who did them. Um, yeah, dude, I'm stoked. Cause it's gonna be free, I can walk to it. Yep. Cause it's gonna be right up the street. Right up there. Yeah, dude, we're totally, I'm great. stoked. I'm really stoked about this. And then, um, and then their lesser bands got like, like eight grand. Like, but, but this is genius on these guys. They yeah, all, they're like, because they're, they're all like, we probably couldn't book a gig by ourselves, but as an affordable, yeah. like, package, because this is like the state fair package. Like, yeah. you get all these bands, you get four bands. No, it's totally genius. And you're right. Like, any one of those individually would have been like, oh, that's no weird way. that they got yeah. fuel to come out. But, the four together, you're like, oh, it's like the 90s. Yeah, it's all in one thing. And between them all, you've got at least four songs you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited. So well, that's happening. Type of Music and Arts Festival. You guys should come out. It's in May, right? I think so, yeah. May 5th. 
So May through 7th. Sunday, May seventh. Ooh, and we're getting this country music guy. Also, what else, what else is we're not doing something on those days? That's not the that's Cinco de Mayo. All right. No, May thirteenth okay. is the that? Ontario. Okay, good. But hey, we got we got some mail. We, we got as we as you said, the Phil's full bar challenge. So the first one was we had to get started. Okay. Now the second one is we got till our forty five minutes. Yeah. We're twenty one minutes in. Okay. The next candy bar on the line. Let's see what do we have. Well, we got a Snickers crisper. Ooh, I like those. All right, those so are new. These are the ones they had at uh, somewhere that we yeah. were. They, they gave a bunch of them out. Did Disney? Yeah, that's right. No. Yeah, L.A. Podfest. Remember they had these. There? Oh yeah, and Todd Glass. Todd Glass did his whole. This is the Todd Glass. Todd right Glass here. recorded a free commercial yeah, for CRISPR. Which honestly, we should send that to Snickers because it was a very. I mean, it, it made very, me. It was authentic. Yeah. Speaking of authentic, I'm super excited about our mail tonight. Yeah, so we got a. Uh, this is like really cool. Um, so. Um, okay, so this is Mark Kalmbach, who's also an illustrator, yeah. which he made some fan art of us. It's very humorous. And it's posted on... It's on our Facebook page. On the page, right? And you, it's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H, because he has a Facebook page for illustration, so everybody yeah, should, go should go like, like his it. page, and there's a link to it. We shared it on our Facebook page. Yeah. So if you go to the Radio Brando Man Facebook page, you can, super great. you can see it, and you can like his page. Luke and Audrey, I, we showed them the picture, and they said that they want him to do a webcomic starring... The Phil and Brendo Adventures. Style. Yeah. So, if you're listening, Mark. <laughs> the Phil and Brendo the comic. Phil and Brendo Adventures. Give you our, our authorization. Yeah, we'll tell you some good stories. All right, so Mark writes, Dear Sirs, and as a desire to catch up on your podcast, I decided to start back at the beginning and work my way, for, my way forwards. I possess a ample time at work during which I'm able to listen to podcasts. That's good, because you're going to need a lot of time to listen to our back catalog. <laughs> Does he say this here? Because I don't know where he said it, but he, like, found our podcast by typing... Yeah, he says it in there somewhere. Okay. Because, yeah, he found us by typing uh, Disneyland into archive.org. Yeah. Which is so cool. So, like, that's... Tag your stuff, people. Tag your stuff and post your podcast everywhere because yep. why not? Who, who would have thought someone would find he us He found that? us through that. Yeah. And if he if we hadn't put it on that, he wouldn't have found us. And tag your stuff. Use your tags. That might, he might have written that on the artwork because I'm not seeing it in there. So it's good he mentioned that. Yeah, he wrote that somewhere. Unless it's a different person. No. I think it's him. He it definitely. Is. Yeah. All right. So um, then he writes, knowing I have missed many episodes, thus a weekish ago, I began with episode 11, the premiere fill-infused episodes. So cool. I have a few comments, etc. Episode number two. So he's commenting on old episodes. Which is great. And I told him, we'll read any old comments, so it's perfect. If anybody wants to do this, we'll do it. Comment away. We might not be able to recall exactly. You might have no idea what you're talking about. But, but we could definitely comment. I haven't listened to this since, like, how, how many years ago was that? This was in 2011 or yeah. 12. Maybe 12. It's so like it's at least five or, five, years, five or yeah. six years ago. Episode number 12. A book I really liked as a kid was The Green Futures of Tycho. A great time travel yarn in which the youngest of four kids discovers a time machine and complications occur. Have you heard of this? Book? I have not. No, it sounds great. on the list. I don't know if it holds up, but you guys might like it. I remember reading it multiple times. You guys discussed children's movies this episode and whether or not they still hold up. It's a frequent topic. Yeah, we have probably talked about this show more times. Since so then. many more times. <laughs> um, you've stumbled upon a very common theme. <laughs> yes. Um, including movies that were scary when young. The Peanut Butter Solution freaked me out as well. 
a film that gave me the willies as a kid was the Will Vinton Claymation Mark Twain movie. Seen it? Definitely. If not, check it out and see if it's still here. We like, definitely, and we talk about it. He drives yeah. on the blimp and there's like Satan Casey Jones. Like a big and There's all kid. kinds of crazy stuff in that one. Yeah. There's That's like nuts. Casey Jones' locker, Davy Jones' locker, yeah. and all this other like scary, like really weird. It's, it's awesome. Crazy. I loved it. It's nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was on Netflix on... and they used to show it because like I had, think I had, I watched it at my grandparents' yeah, house. I watched it on TV somewhere. It was definitely like maybe PBS, Something Disney like that, Channel. Yeah. I don't know because I definitely watched it. And it's crazy. Um, all right. Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Big Top are also discussed. It makes you wonder if you had seen the relatively recent-ish. See, this is fun. Yeah. This is awesome. Yes, because we definitely have. Um, have you seen the recent-ish Netflix Pee-wee film? If you already have discussed this in a more modern episode, I'll get there eventually. Well, there you go. It was surprisingly watchable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely. We, we like, both, we've talked about that yeah. to some extent. And also, I love how much your kids like it and yeah. know it and quote it because oh, it's yeah. like fun to quote it with them. We were just talking like, about the snakes. Well, well, we were talking about the snake and like Luke was doing the Pee-wee scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, it's like Pee-wee. Um, Episode number 13, Brendo asked for a good adaptation of a book. I would suggest the excellent John Houston-directed Houston adaptation of Dashiell Hammett's The Maltese Falcon. Yeah, that's a good... I, I've Very never cool. read the book, but that movie is fantastic. Very close to the book, any good flick. There was a discussion of video game movies, another frequent topic, uh-huh. um, which and we also end up talking about this, which made me wonder about your thoughts on the Sandler film Pixels. I didn't see it. You saw it. It was mixed. I enjoyed aspects of it. As someone who actually like loves video games, there were some glaring like problems like they clearly didn't understand how pac-man works <laughs> which is like kind of mind-boggling because that's like the most common like arcade cabinet ever but <clears throat> it, it, there was a lot of fun in it if you don't mind adam sandler which i think he's funny but there was also it was it was mixed i would say mixed yeah andrew also says they didn't understand how arcade yeah. games work so they're talking about like putting this cheat code and i'm like you don't put in a cheat code on an arcade game there's like, no cheat codes in pac-man yeah like that what are you cheating on <laughs> Yeah, it, they definitely it, it needed some help. They should have hired us as consultants because I would have made it. I'm sure, every video game nerd says <laughs> no, that. I know. I'm over not the first one. Again. Yep. Um, it had a lot of potential. There was discussion. Okay, there's episode number fourteen. The Quest is a film I'd forgotten about, but remembered one scene vaguely. This is uh, that's the one that's, with the uh, what's the name from ET? Um, yeah, it was your you yeah, had Henry it. Thomas. Henry Thomas. And Not the, the John Claude Van Damme right, movie, right? Because we discussed the difference. We also discussed that movie. It's so good, and they they looking for this monster that lives. This was in the one lake. of your VHS. Yes, it's probably why we were talking about it. Well, and also, I don't know if I mentioned it in that, but it's also the first movie I remember hearing a bad word in because one of the girls says the sh word, <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> and I remember like rewinding back to hear it again. Cause I'm like, Did she really just say that? Well, because that was back in the. Because that was like in the Wild like, West, yeah. pre PG thirteen yeah. days, where um, where where like cuss words in PG movies were very common. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, Goonies. Now you just get like butt and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, like Goonies. Well, Goonies would definitely have been a PG thirteen today. Oh yeah, they say they curse like every other word Certainly. out of Chunk's mouth is like a curse yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. My favorite quote is when Chunk. Like when they like when the mom comes and Chunk just says, "Oh shit, what?" <laughs> just like I'm just like so like. But when you're like, I remember being that age and thinking that cussing was like the coolest thing in the world. So like, I get like that definitely was pretty accurate. 
like the way the way you like creatively incorporate it into your vocabulary when you're that tween age like I definitely knew a lot of people that were just like that <laughs> but um but then some of the other like and then there's other stuff in that movie which I'm like yeah this definitely well I mean like the I PG13 was basically created for Richard Donner and Steven Spielberg yeah. like cuz like guys. after I think it was Poltergeist that like kind yeah. of or in Temple of, Doom Temple of Doom and Poltergeist were like the big ones where they're like Steven <laughs> like the MPA is like well now we got to do something yeah, what are we going to do here <laughs> like, Cause can you imagine like cause it, like like the because it was like PG and then R and like yeah, there's so much in like, between. territory in yeah there. so back like anything pre PG thirteen really earns the parental guidance yes it does because some people forget that that is what PG stands for it's it, it, I mean not we to don't mention have time that they're to go into it but. I mean there's entire documentaries about how the MP, the rating system is garbage and useless well and what PG thirteen although it has done a lot of good things it's also like totally messes up modern the way that movies are done yeah. because because those are the highest grossing movies movies will specifically yeah. target their content and writing to fit that so that they can get that target and. Sometimes art suffers for. I was just that reading market. about um, the history. I don't even know why I was looking this up. I was reading about the Rollerball remake from mm-hmm. like, which is garbage. I never saw and, it, but I heard. But if you, the original one is like a cult classic, right? And they actually like originally this was going to be like an improvement on the original, and it was going to have that satire and all that element in it, right? And and then whatever director they brought in, it's Joe oh, John McTiernan who. Shortly after this movie, literally went to director jail in the sense that he went to jail, and uh, um, but uh, but then he never made a movie after like I think he made like 2004. He hasn't made a movie since. This is the guy that made Die Hard and right. like Hunt for an October, and then like, like the Rollerball. Yeah, but so and then at some but and then they just scrapped all of that part and they just made it like an action movie, which. Again, this is why Paul Verhoeven movies can't be remade because, like, look at what they do to them. Yeah, people like, do when not they, understand. And they're, they're talking about doing a freaking Starship Troopers. I'm like, it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. Nobody understood that Cause, movie. Because, one, like, already you have Robert Heinlein's own, like, but then Paul Verhoeven, the reason why that movie is so great is because Paul Verhoeven, like, Ross explained it really well. Paul Verhoeven is, like, 80%. Like, I'm not serious. And that's where people just like can't, you can't reproduce that. Right, and no, it's, it's it's perfect. The tone is pitch perfect, and any direction either way on sincerity and on tongue in cheekness just would ruin it. Yeah. So I don't. Oh yeah. So we were talking about something anyway. About anyway yeah. So. so back to back to the quest episode fourteen. Um, the quest. Oh yeah. There you go. I remember that film giving me the willies a bit in that part. I remember seeing one scene vaguely, and you yeah. remember so he a scary. Part. There is a big scary scene. Also a reminder of the Boogity films, which frequent topic for me. <laughs> um, I remember watching Bride of Boogity um, the first night of summer vacation one year. Thank you for reminding me. There are clips on YouTube, and it's one of those things where I don't want to watch it because I know it will be stupid. <laughs> you want to keep that perfect nostalgic I remember bitch. being so scared from those movies and also just like entertained by them. <laughs> and I know they're probably dumb. It's possible. Like, it's probable. I did watch Brat Patrol, and Brat Patrol is great. I remember, I think I saw that, like, college era. All those movies are on YouTube, like, in their entirety, which is awesome. Yeah. God bless YouTube. And, but, like, I, there's some of them where I'm like, I know if I watch this, it'll be stupid. But the two that I watched that did hold up were Brat Patrol and Parent Trap 2 
is great. Oh, okay. The only thing that kind of ruined Paratrap 2 is when we found out one of the co-stars died of a heroin overdose. Well, yeah, but that's, that's kind of sad. Scenes nonsense. That's just one of those things you stumble upon. It's inevitable with dealing with kid actors. Yep. Is a lot of them have bad ends. And it's always unfortunate in the IMDb age where you IMDb somebody. Because <laughs> we used to be in oblivion and now you look them up you're like, oh, I wonder what that, oh, they're dead. <laughs> they died a sad, horrible death. Yep. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, we're not going to get through this. <laughs> um, you can do it. Alright, where are we Boogie film. He said, thank you for reminding me. I may have to seek them out one of these days. Um, you could definitely find them. Just, the clamshells are expensive. Yeah, but there's places. But you could definitely get them online. And there's like bootleg DVD stuff. Um, although I've never, that's one thing I always look for in the, is like those World of Disney specials. That's how rare they are that yeah. they don't even have them at like the bootleg. You can get freaking Muppet Babies and any other show. Right. And I've specifically, and they're like, I don't have those. I don't have a source on those. Like some of those Nobody like World it. of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, one day they're going to just re- start releasing those. Like it, they should just like. Well, they did some of them when they started yeah. that Amazon thing, but, yeah, not, but not, not all of them. I, I don't, I, cause they, they're sitting on so much stuff. I don't think people realize how much yeah. stuff they're sitting on. Cause there was like, that was like, they had a new movie every weekend for like most of the 80s and yeah. even going back. And they're great. But, and they're all like full on great movies with like huge casts. And like, I don't think, like most people I'll talk to and they're, they like won't, then like they'll be like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like there are oh, yeah. so many <laughs> Disney movies that like haven't, like have not seen the light of yeah. day in like 30 years. There's so many. Like, Bring them back, guys. I'm I, out of the vault. Stupid freaking vault. I hate that vault. <laughs> that vault's the worst. Um, Brendo complains of being assigned. This is really this funny. Is, yeah, this is Brendo funny. complains of being a C. This is where I like this, being reminded yeah. of stuff. Brendo complains of being assigned jury duty here. I've been selected for jury duty every two years for the past eight years. It kind of stings. I'm not even going to spoil what's going to happen later yeah, on. because you need to hear it. But there's things that happen. My you, jury duty story gets much more. New information crazy. has come to light, man. <laughs> um, but I remember that because that jury duty was when I wanted because I made it into the alternate box because right. that was when I was working at WebSense. No, that was even before that. That was back in Orange County. That was when I was also still trying to get because that time I never even that I don't think I even made it out of the out of the jury selection that right. time because I was back in Orange County because the time I made it the first time I ever made it into the box was in San Diego and that was also but I think how many I, times you've been called oh dude there were I like I lately I've been getting it like every year I've gotten called a bunch, but I've only ever once been actually like called in because I just do the thing where you call and they say not to come in. I've got ever I've never called and not been told to come huh. in. Never. I don't know. And now I feel like I'm now going to get flagged as like a superstar juror. Yeah, they know you can do it because like that they, that's works? one of the things they ask you. And I found out they do try to seek out like they will. I talked to the DA and she's like, "Oh, dude, if." You're gonna get, like, you, I guarantee you, you're gonna get put back on a murder trial. Like, if you ever get called in, they will want, they will- You're on the list now. Well, not that you're on a list, but that when you do get picked and they start asking you questions, as soon as they find out you've had prior jury service and you had a conviction, like- You're in. I'm in. Yeah. So- Because you have to report that. (laughs) Yes. They're gonna ask you and you're under oath. I wanted to show, in case people are watching on YouTube, I can't tell if I'm showing it or not, but I think I am. They can go to the freaking... I know, but someone's on YouTube. I want them to see the artwork there. Uh, maybe you can't tell. And your phone's upside down, and it's... All not right, coming. never mind. 
Well, anyway, that's Phil's trying to hold his phone up to a webcam. Sorry. It's not how this works. All right. Well, go but, to Mark's page. Um, no. So like, the, so here's what's going to happen. And she told me, she, she's like, brace yourself for the rest of your life. Like, um, but, but she's like, if you don't, if, so she's like, as long as you keep the, also the job that you have where you do get unlimited like right. jury duty. So she's like, you might, you, you're probably going to get back on a long trial. <laughs> Cause she's like, if you get in there, you might not, I mean, you might, I mean, like it's, it's still, the odds aren't good that you're going to even right, end up into. A lot of times you don't even get yeah. called to have a question but asked. if you get up and they, cause that, that's usually like the third question they ask you. It's in, it's a standard question. And you have your three for you you prior jury service longer than a week and you've got a conviction you are prosecutors and you're even a defense because even defense attorneys like that because at least they know you're gonna like be fair right like it's like i'm like you're you're gonna get picked you are you are you are a jury you're a you're you're what we want both sides both prosecutor and defense huh. because we know you're gonna be fair we know you know what you're doing you know you're what you're looking for like you're gonna be fair and objective and like you have experience because like everybody in that courtroom that i was in that they that that like like three quarters of the people I'm, had been I've like before. before she's like this is your 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 like which i'm like i guess that's cool but i also i'm like the murder trial, like, I was tra- pretty traumatized by this one, and, like, and it wasn't even, like, a real bad. Yeah. But, like, but I do, I, here's what I, is it, okay, this is bad, but, like, here's what I want. If I do get a murder trial again, I want it to be one where it's not, I want, like, a whodunit one. Oh. Like, they don't know that the guy did it. Because this one, the guy this did it. Like, well, you know, it right. wasn't even like, is this guy, did this guy do it or not? It's this guy did it. Is it self-defense? Is it this? Right. I want to, this guy says he didn't do it. We're going to try and show you that he did do it. Because that's a whole different ball of wax. And it's also something I'm like completely obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Like, so I, I, that's what I want. I, but the other, it's like, I don't know. Well, Mark's so got a lot. You kind of, you know, spilled the beans a little bit. But oh yeah, I was a back. juror in a murder trial, Mark. And there we go. You gotta, if you go not back this and, time, but like, yeah, in a few, <laughs> in 2016. So in like 500 hours of listening to us, you'll eventually get to And that then story. you'll get to the saga of the murder trial. Are you gonna run out of the courtroom? No, because you're not supposed to do you're that. Because much as as much as movies have misled us, though, Henry Fonda, every like half of the things that he did in uh, in, 12 Angry Men. in Twelve Angry Men are illegal. Like he conducted his own investigation. You're that's so illegal. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, like, but the movies told us. We can. Yeah, like because the whole thing where he like went and like was able to buy a knife and he went to the scene of the crime, that would have immediately gotten a mistrial. Yeah, like if the defense had found out that he did that, like that would have been an immediate mistrial. <laughs> like everything he did was so illegal. Like and, and you can convince like not but ever, the whole doing his own investigation, not based on the evidence presented. That's like against everything that our ju- like that's that's you can't do that. You Not can't fair. do that. Now we have two minutes and twenty three seconds. I just want to point out, just throwing it out. Oh there. my gosh! I don't know how this is going to pan out. I don't know how this is going to pan out either. <laughs> Episode fifteen. Talking of bad or strange pizzas. <laughs> pizza who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe Chuck E. Cheese. There's a lousy pizza buffet where I live. Didn't used to be lousy. At which they serve macaroni and cheese pizza. That is fantastic. If it's done well, I've had some amazing macaroni and cheese but, pizza. 
I think he, I don't know where he lives, but if it's a weird Midwest place, they don't yeah, know how to make pizza out there. That's why I said if it's done well. I mean, who knows? I once ate like a cheeseburger pizza that was like the most disgusting but thing. I, they I, do a lot of weird stuff with I pizza out there. But I had an there. excellent cheeseburger pizza too, so it can be done well. I had, yeah, but it, I, dude, I've had some such gross stuff. Especially at those, some of those other pizza buffets. I've never been to Pizza Chalet. Oh, it's great. Well, they have a buffet. Yeah, I know. We've done it once. It's fantastic. Don't tell me that. Oh, I shouldn't. No, it's horrible. Don't go. Because <laughs> I just drove by the other day. So good. Like, they have like fried chicken in it too. Man. Oh, okay. Don't don't go. It's terrible. Couldn't get myself to ever try any though. I have a nephew who thought it was great. There is an episode of the best of the worst on YouTube which covers the masterpiece known as Pocket Ninjas. Yeah, that was one of my freaky yeah, movies. Yeah. Phil freaky movies. So this is there's apparently there's a YouTube show. It talks about it. Okay. And he says, worth a watch if I remember right, but a warning for some adult language. We'll continue to listen to the show, and thanks for the entertainment. Listening makes the cleaning of toilets and other various surfaces pass by more quickly. So that's Sweet. what he does. Dude, well, thank you so much for writing that stuff. That's so awesome. We're doing a 45-minute show, Andrew, and we have 46 seconds left. So I don't know how right. it's going to happen. to you. You, you take no, the reins. No, I'm getting that candy bar. So Brendo, take the reins. Be sure to check out DreamHost for all your dream for your site needs. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the DreamHost link. We'll do Amazon next time. We'll do Rock Cars next time. And um, also check out BenviewNetwork.com. And check out all the Benview Network podcasts. Listen to us on Stitcher. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Once again, RadioBrendo.com. That's where you contact us. That's everything. And click that Amazon link. And we'll be back on Thursday to talk about more stuff. Like the Amazon things that people may have bought using that Amazon link. So you said I have a 30-second window after the flash. That's why I'm getting my phone ready for your 30-second window. So next time we're going to talk about the Oscars because, I mean, everybody's talking about the Oscars, so we'll talk about it next time. Next time. We're going to be those guys. Um, I did win the Oscar pool, so we'll talk about that. And um, Phil's convinced that the thing – Phil's on the conspiracy Rigged. side of things. I'm on the From no purpose. side of things. And uh, we'll talk about that, at least for like a second maybe, okay. depending on what happens <laughs> with this full bar challenge. And – so for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. And John Goobang do.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. 